Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today, I'm excited as we conclude Third John, and we broke this short book down into four divisions, 14 verses. We divided it four different ways, and today will be the fourth installment in this third epistle of John, and we'll be looking at a man named Demetrius and contrasting him with a man we talked about last broadcast named Diotrephes. And John is uh, not holding back in his praise of one, and he's not holding back in his criticism of the other. I like that about John. John is the beloved, but he's also John with a backbone. And you can have both. You don't have to be uh, overly uh, zealous for the truth to where you uh, have no compassion, and you don't have to be so squishy and compassionate that you can't contend for the faith. And John is just a balanced man, and we'll talk about that here in just a moment. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope you've been busy serving the Lord already. I've had a good time this morning in my own Bible study and in preparation for some different things I've got going on today in the ministry. And I tell you what, my best days, honestly, the most enjoyable days I have are those days where I am loaded down with things to do for the Lord and uh, spiritual work. Studying the Bible, preparing a, a, a sermon, uh, speaking. I, I preached earlier this week in a Christian school, chapel in another state, preached two nights in a church in another state. Those are the days where I feel most fulfilled. You know why? That's why I've been created. I've been saved to serve the Lord. And most Christians who get disgruntled, most Christians who uh, are critical, most Christians who just are hard to get along with are, are ones who aren't involved in the fight. They're not in the game. They're idle and they're apathetic. And and they're watching from the sidelines, and they make themselves Monday morning quarterbacks, and I don't want to do that. I want to stay busy for God, and I want to challenge you to do that as well. Maybe you're not called to preach, but you're called to be a soul winner, and there's some things you can do. You're called to pray. You're called to live holy. You're called to uh, encourage one another. So there's a lot we can do for the glory of God, and I want to challenge you. Make sure every day you do something of eternal value. Now, let's look in this book together as we conclude. Now, before I read, I do want to say this. If you have missed any of these studies, I often and uh, encourage you download or subscribe to our podcast. It's just entitled Striving for Revival. You can find it wherever you find all your other podcasts, and just uh, sign up there to subscribe, and you'll get all of these studies archived, and you don't have to worry if you miss one. Go back and listen via the podcast. Now, Try to catch it on your radio station that you listen to and support your radio station and even write in and let them know that you enjoy it and listen. And that'll be a blessing to the folks who keep that radio station going for you. But also at your own time, if you need it to go back and re-listen and study, you can download or subscribe to the podcast and that will help you there. All right, so we read about Diotrephes and let's reread those verses together just for context and refreshment. Here it says in verse number 9, 3 John, I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, receiveth us not. Wherefore, if I come, I'll remember his deeds, which he doeth, prating against us with malicious words, and not content therewith. 
neither doth he himself receive the brethren, and forbiddeth them that would, and casteth them out of the church. Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God, but he that doeth evil hath not seen God. So we're going to see two sides of the uh, ministerial coin here, and this is the negative Diotrephes. Diotrephes is puffed up with pride. He takes upon himself an authority that is not God-granted or God-given or yielded in a godly fashion. And he puts himself in the preeminent place in the church. That means he wants to he wants to lead every song. He wants to preach every message. He wants to be seen by every eye. He wants his name up on the uh, uh, up in lights there on the uh, church marquee. He wants to make sure everybody knows he's in charge. Now, whether he has right to that position or not, he wants to have the preeminence. And he yields this, or he uh, 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 sort of tosses around this prideful positioning by talking bad about John by using malicious words about uh, the Apostle John, this man who Jesus loved and who loved Jesus. He slanders him. And he won't even receive those traveling missionaries that pass through. He casts them out of the church. And anybody who tries to be a blessing to them, he wants to cast them out of the church. That sounds like a real nice dude, doesn't it? I mean, that just sounds like a man you'd want your daughter to marry. No, I don't think so. I mean, that sounds like a fellow ought to be kicked out on the street. I mean, there's no way. He's a wolf, uh, maybe parading around in sheepskin, but that's a wolf if I ever saw one named Diotrephes. And John said, don't follow that which is evil. He's saying, don't you follow Diotrephes. His spirit is not Christ-like, and it's probably because... Here it is. He, he, uh, he's evil. He's not of God. The Bible said, He that doeth good is of God, but he that doeth evil hath not seen God. He's saying, I don't even think that joker's saved. The way he acts, his critical attitude, the way he talks about God's man, the way that he uh, doesn't uh, show any hospitality or charitableness to uh, these traveling preachers. I mean, the way he's threatening church members. I doubt the fellow's ever been to Calvary. He's not even saved. Don't follow that man. Now, I said earlier on in our study of Third John that I believe this is probably a church in need of a pastor. What a dangerous place when a local church finds itself without a shepherd. And I believe John is writing to this man named Gaius here, who is probably a layman in the church, maybe someone who would be a deacon in the church, and he's holding it together. He is uh, doing his best to guide the ship, if you will. But there's these personalities like Diotrephes in the church. Now, it's a dangerous place. Now, you've got to be careful. You got to be careful. I mean, good men who've been historically good can change personalities when there is a void to fill in the area of power in the church. And you got to watch it. You got to be careful. And a church ought not go long. Now, I don't think you ought to rush, and you ought not be hasty, and you ought not do something you're going to regret in a day or two. But you also ought not take a year or two to pick a pastor. In fact, I believe it'd be wise for the pastor to already have some names or a name down. For the church to consider for when he steps out of the pulpit or he drops dead and goes to heaven, whatever it is, because of this problem. Christians are carnal. We just are. We have flesh we deal with. And, and you let too many voices be heard and you let too many opinions be stated and you're in route for a church split. And so here's Diotrephes, who's put himself in, wedged himself in. He's trying to usurp himself and take power over this church. And John said, don't be like that man. Don't follow that man. Don't listen to that man. Now let me recommend you a good man. Diotrephes is on the negative end of the spectrum. Demetrius is on the positive. In verse number 12, we find about this man, Demetrius, that he hath a good report of all men and of the truth itself. Yea, and we also bear record. And you know that our record is true. 
So Demetrius has a threefold testimony that would make him qualified to be followed. Maybe John is saying, here's my candidate for you uh, to be the pastor of your church. Not Diotrephes, who is prideful and full of himself and uh, doing things that are ungodly, but Demetrius. Demetrius has a threefold testimony. Number one, he has a good report among the men, of all men, it says. That means you'll not find anybody in the church that's going to talk bad about Demetrius. He said, uh, there's evil things we can say about Dotrephes, and they're all true, but you won't find the same about Demetrius. He must have been a humble man. He must have been a kind man. He must have been a compassionate man. He must have been a long-suffering man. He must have been a merciful man. And John said he had the good report of all men. Now, church, whenever you're looking for a pastor, you ought to find someone. Now, not everybody's going to like somebody. Everybody, there's, you're not going to have 100% people in agreement. It just doesn't happen. But you ought to find someone who, in general, has a good report. Not a diatrophies testimony, but a Demetrius kind of testimony. Number two, not only does he have a good report among the men or all men, but he has a good report of the truth. And I believe that's important. He has a testimony of being true to truth. There's some folks who have a great personality and have a great testimony among men, but their contending for the faith is just uh, sadly lacking. They don't have any stand, and they won't take a stand, and their position is sort of hard to pinpoint. Can I say that wouldn't be a good uh, man to lead either? You don't want someone who everybody loves, but he doesn't love the truth enough to take a stand for it whenever it comes time to take a stand. So Demetrius has a threefold testimony that makes him fit to be followed. Number one, he has a good report among all men. Number two, he has a good report of the truth itself. And then I like this, number three, John, he says, we also bear record, and you know that our record is true. John's saying... You all think he's a good man. He's he, he's faithful to the truth. He'll contend for the faith. But number three said, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and say, this is a man you can follow. His name is Demetrius. I have confidence. I have faith in that man. And the track record and the testimony of John ought to carry more weight than the word of anyone else in this situation. He said, don't follow Diotrephes. You follow after a man like Demetrius. Well, I hope that's a help to someone. Maybe you're listening in and your church is in that position. Now, you ought to take them to uh, Third John. You ought to study this out and ask God for wisdom when it comes to choosing a shepherd or a pastor for a local church. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.